The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host... Paul Jamison. What's up, guys? Today on the show, we're going to Australia to talk with BJ Wallace, who I met in person at Equip Expo last year. We've been planning this for about eight, nine months here. And finally, I woke up at like 3 a.m. I was like, I got nothing to do. And I was like, I'll, I'll see if BJ in Australia is doing anything. So <laughs> thanks for being flexible. Man, no worries. I, um, I got your email. I was like, I can do it. I can do it. It's early. It's early. But, you know, I, I know you're an early bird, but I was looking at 4.30 something. I was like, whoa. Well, um, you know, I feel I feel honored. You must have been keen. Yesterday. <laughs> I made such an impression. <laughs> no, you did make an impression because you were the first person I think I talked to at this year's trade show. I just got to the Toro booth and, you know, the, the, the show just started and you came right up to me with your accent. And I thought you were being like a sarcastic and I was like, you really, How wild was it? you really came here from Australia. So tell tell us about yeah. it, man. That, that's a long, oh, long trip. Huge trip. So, um, made it even bigger than spent the first three days in Nashville. Whoo, that place is wild. So yeah, we, we had some fun in Nashville. Um, I think all up, it was maybe like 18 hours to get there. And then, you know, it wasn't too bad. Like I'm, I'm not a jet setter, so you know, I've got plenty of kids and just being in a quiet spot where I can watch a movie all the way to the end. Um, you know, it was kind of nice, a bit squishy because I'm now, a big fella. Yeah, you are a big fella. What um, uh, plane did you go and what city from? Was it how many seats were? Because when you do those international flights, typically they give you a bigger airplane. Here in the USA, when we fly, I fly a lot in America, it's usually just three three seaters on, on each, on each side. But did you get on one of those big old planes on the big one? Yeah. So you'll have to come to Australia so you can jump on one, but no, it was good. Like I had to fly to uh, Melbourne and then flew out of Melbourne uh, all the way over. And um, yeah, it, it was cool. Uh, the guy next to me wasn't so happy. I think he was like, he had an accent, like it wasn't an American accent, but he straight away saw me. I sat down he asked the steward, <laughs> Uh, for a upgrade to first class. It was like, I don't want to sit next to this guy for like, you know, eight, eight hours. This is crazy. Now, when so. you say a straight shot, once you get to Melbourne, which is a major city, uh, you straight shot, what does that mean? What city did you uh, fly just, to? Uh, what's, the, what's the main airport? Was it, It's not LA. Um, San Francisco. Yeah, we okay. landed in San Francisco. And then from San Francisco, we shot over to Nashville. And, uh, yeah, we partied there for three days and then, um, we drove to Louisville and yeah, 
It was the, the first place I've ever been fat shamed. It was crazy funny. Like, I don't know if you've done that. Um, there's like a, a cave, like a zip lining thing in Louisville. Um, and I was with two other guys from Australia and they jumped on the scales and then I jumped in the scales and, and the lady behind the counter was just like, is this a joke? I'm like, what's going on? And she came around and actually checked if one of my buddies was standing on the scales. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going. So I had to go on a kid's ride. It was just a, like a little tour dragged around on a trailer. But, yeah, it was funny because my mates were, you know, on the flying fox going across these 100-foot drops and they're screaming out, how's your kitty ride? So, it was pretty funny. It was a good spot. Now, back, I'm fascinated by the aviation here. Back to the airplane. Did you, uh, did the guy go to first class or did you guys make friends for the 18 hours? No, no, he didn't speak a word to me. We just sat oh, next to man. each other. I tried to suck it in for him and, uh, you know, he, he, he did all right. So, so how many seats were on the, the left and right? And did they have a middle aisle? Uh, so there's three on each side and the middle was five or six wide. Whoa. That was a big one. Yeah. So it was, it was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, airline was it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was, oh, man, I don't know. I didn't book any of the flights. I just got on. Um, that was, that was the incredible part about it. Like I, I got the invite from Skag Australia being their brand ambassador um, and it's the first time that they'd been back over to the US to the Equip Expo for, well, since before COVID. So um, I was just blown away and I didn't think I was able to go. And then last minute, it was just like on for young and old. I didn't even have a passport. So I had to like pay, you know, nearly $800 for a fast track passport and um, yeah, buy some luggage. I didn't even have luggage. <laughs> <laughs> So it was uh, Skag uh, paid for the the flight, everything. Yeah, they wow. looked. They really, really looked after me. So um, after Louisville, we went. Um, we went up to Wisconsin, and um, you know, saw where Beaver Dam and everything, where the Skag factories are all all there, and went down to Chicago. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Wow. Like so you got to had, see San. Yeah. You flew into San Francisco. Um, yep, and then which is a pretty interesting city. I've, I've been there one time and, and then um, you got to see Nashville, which is, that's like the, if you could pick one city to go to in America that represents America, I feel like that's the best one. It's not like a major city, but it's just a country music, kind of, kind of your, uh, your heart of the DNA of America city. So I'm glad you got to taste that. And then Chicago is obviously a big, you know, that's the second biggest city in America. That's huge. Or, or, yeah, I got uh, to go to a Blackhawks game. That was incredible. Blackhawks versus uh, Detroit. So yeah, it was it was pretty good, man. I, and I got I was right behind the um, the Blackhawks. So yeah, it was really cool. Like really good experiences that I'll never probably do again in my life. Like hopefully I get to come to the Equip Expo again. But you know, just some of those things I, I probably won't ever get a chance to do again. So. Yeah, exciting times. Now here in America, Equip is like, you know, our our uh, big event that we all get hyped up for. But did you guys in Australia even know about it, or when Skag invited you, have you ever heard of the trade show, or how, how did that go? We, we definitely knew about it. Um, thanks a lot to you guys, um, especially like Stan, the Dirt Monkey, uh, Brian, yourself, uh, and like anyone who really is. It's quite influential over there who posts a lot of content. We all kind of vacuum it up because you get everything first. So 
Uh, you guys get to work all the kinks out and then we reap the benefits. <laughs> so we hype it up. I know Brian, Stan and I, every year it's a staple on our schedule. We've all, Stan was the first to go, I think it was 2014 maybe. And I remember on YouTube, I'd watch him and Keith Kalfas and Blake Albertson, B&B Lawn Care and, and Naylor Taliaferro and Tony Rudolph and a bunch of my friends, they all got together. They're my friends now in real life, but at, at the time they were just guys I, I stalked on the internet. I watched all their videos and they didn't, they didn't know me, yeah. and Tom, Dick or Harry. So Stan though, he was, he was big on YouTube back then and Keith Kalfas, both of those guys. And, and I could see him hanging out in a parking lot and at a pizza place having fun. And I was like, man, I want to go. And, and I had a schedule conflict BJ with work the next, the next couple years, I wasn't able to make it. But finally, I got to go, and and I go every year. Brian Fullerton, I met him there. He goes every year. Stan's obviously there. So, what would you say for you know eighteen hour flight plus all the other bells and whistles to get there? Did it live up to the hype? Was it disappointing? What what was it like? Oh, it was incredible. Um, for me, like we have nothing that comes close over here. Um, yeah, the hype. It definitely lived up to it. It was, I think it's the first one back since COVID, which was like huge. And um, yeah, it it definitely had some like cool things. There was a few things that happened there that were quite influential and they shot back to Australia. Before I even knew about that whole cub situation, everybody in Australia knew because there were a few other Australians floating around and they were out there when it happened. And um, they took photos and, and I didn't actually know anything had happened until we'd finished for the day and I went back on my phone and checked it out. But no, like the stands were incredible. I was just, I was just grabbing like every key ring I could get, just every pen I could get. I was just like in my zone. And when I got to the skag stand, they had a bag there, like a backpack just ready for me to fill. Um, and yeah, I was just taking as many photos and videos as I could for all my crew back home. Um, and you know, I was, I was one of the only Australians who was actually a lawn mowing contractor that got to come over. There was heaps of representatives for brands, but, um, they all work for the brands. I, I, I was like the contractor guy and, and Skag Australia just said, um, dude, just take as many photos of everything and just feed as much info back to you know, your people as you can. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a, yeah, you guys have massive groups over there and we have we have a few big ones. Um, you know, we have LMCA over here that's um, you know, it's it's big for us. There's like five and a half thousand members at the moment and it's growing. And um that's probably one of the biggest ones that we have. I think there's probably like a few around that are, are bigger, but they're probably not as active. Uh, but yeah, five and a half thousand probably doesn't even scratch the surface over there, but it's, I guess it's all relative. Like, uh, LA has the same population as Australia. So yeah, it's pretty, wow. pretty cool. Tell me a little bit more about your business and, and Australia, the, the, um, the lay of the land there. I've obviously never been there. It definitely, uh, would love to make it out there one day, but what is your business like? And what is it like, um, being in Australia, because from what I understand, we're on flip schedules. We're in the dog days of the heat of summer here. You guys are in a little bit of more of your cooler season now. So, so tell us about Australia and your business. We are. And look, um, I shouldn't say that we're in our cooler season because I've like I've 
you know, I'm 38 and I've never seen snow in my life. So our cool season is, is not that cool. It's, you're you're um, on an island, yeah, it gets, right? I'll show you yeah, we're island. on an island. It's it's big though. Like it's a pretty big place and, you know, it's um, I'm in the middle. So have you heard of the Sunshine Coast and Gold Coast? I don't want to embarrass myself. My, geog- my geo- <laughs> geographical history on this show has been a little subpar. So uh, go, go ahead if and you, just treat me like I don't you, know nothing. You, if you draw a line straight through the center of Australia, I'm, I'm in like right in the middle. Um, so the Gold Coast is like probably one of the most famous beaches we have here in Australia. And um, then you've got Bondi and things like that down in Sydney. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much right in the middle. So we're, we're kind of in line with the, the Tropic of Capricorn. So we're, we're tropical, but we're not, um, we're not like crazy monsoonal. So um, how how yeah, long we, of a drive get, is it to get to either coast? Is is there like just uh, rocks or beaches oh, along the perimeter? No, like, there's a lot of everything. It's it's just a mixed bag. So you'll go from you know huge cliffs down south, and then you'll hit some beautiful beaches, and it's incredible, man. It, it, like if you if you come, you have to stay for a while because it will take you a long time. Um, but I know to get from uh, you know even from Brisbane where I live across to Perth. I think it's like an eight hour flight. So uh, not an eight hour flight, like a six hour flight. So it's a, it's a pretty decent trip. <laughs> you, you mean driver or airplane? No, like an airplane. So it takes days to get across. So, wow. Yeah. It's a big place. It, it doesn't seem like it because we don't have that huge population, but yeah, she's big. Wow. I didn't realize Australia was that big. So then Fiji and, and islands are, that's like out in the South Pacific. How long does it take you to get over there? So to get to Fiji, uh, to get to New Zealand, it's about two and a half hours on a plane to get to Fiji, uh, maybe like three, three and a half hours. Um, and they're, they're both wonderful, like magical places as well. Like we went to Fiji a couple of years ago and it's incredible. Um, so we're, um, we're actually going on a cruise at Christmas uh, to Vanuatu and Numea and things like that. So all those little islands that we didn't get to check out when we went to Fiji. So check all that out. But no, it's, it is a really big place and it's just so diverse. Um, you know, the guys down south, they're, they're a couple of hours away, like by plane and they're, they're in different conditions to, to us up here. And then you go another couple of hours up to right up the tip of, you know, where Cairns and places like that are, that's right up the top of Australia. And um, they're different again. They just never have an off season. They're always on. Wow. So tell us about your business. How, how'd you get started and, and what services do you provide your customers? Cool. So I, um, I got, it was a bit of a, a weird start for me. Um, I, I worked for, I worked for the man. So I worked for a transport company for 11 years and um, one night on my way to work, I was hit by a drunk driver and um yeah just absolutely wrote my car off and and i was absolutely banged up to the max and um yeah it it took me a while to come to the realization that my workplace they they didn't care like that i was just a number um i lost all my overtime and stuff while i was in rehabilitation and it just i knew from that moment on that it just wasn't the place for me so i started getting prepared and um, when you have an accident over here, there's like third party insurance that, you know, if you're injured and your vehicle's written off, you, you get compensated. So I just 
waited my year, um, got got my compensa- compensation, and then um, with guidance from my cousin, who um, he he did have a mowing business at the time, but now he's the um, owner of Catch Pro Australia, which you might recognise that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know who Catch Pro is. Yeah, uh, Benny Van Yeeson. So he um, he sort of said, you know, why don't you try this and yeah, I did. So I think I've been in the game now about eight years and started off just small doing residential stuff. And and then maybe three years ago, I just started banking up big customers. And I think you guys kind of call them HOAs over there, but we we have like, um, like a retirement village sort of, you know, it's a gated community. And um, I take care of five of those. And, you know, I've got four other guys on the go. Do you take care of just the, like here in America, we'll have a whole bunch of homes in a neighborhood and then there'll be like a little entrance where they have flowers and and the common areas, they call them. Do you take care of the common areas at the, at the entrance or do you actually take care of the, the entirety of the homes in the community? So we, we also do the whole common property thing and um, with, with the villages that I look after. So we look after the front and then we look after anything that's out the front. So anything behind their gate, because all of our, like everything's gated. I've noticed when I watch uh, like content from over there, you guys have these big open lots that really aren't, aren't like closed off. So what we have over here is like 300 square meters of, yeah, it's not, it's not huge. It's all fenced off and, you know, we don't take care of out the back. We just take care of all the gardens out the front. And, um, yeah. And then on the flip side, I've got retirement villages where we take care of the front and the back. So, and then I have some commercial properties. We have, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, cause we have droughts that pop up now and again here. Um, I'm trying to diversify and get as many contracts signed and, and be, uh, needed in as many places as I can. So if we do go through a drought period, um, I'm not going to lose income. I'm not going to have to drop staff and things like that because security is is huge for me and, and it's huge for my staff too. So, Who's on your staff? How many uh, uh, team members do you all have? Uh, so I've got three full-time guys, uh, Will, Dion and Luke. Um, they're all champions. They've all been with me for a fair while. Like I really – it's taken me a long time to um, to, to get staff that – you know, are awesome and they, they take care of me. Uh, we've had like heaps of, since, since the GIE, my, my life has been flipped upside down. Like we've had, um, you know, crazy amounts of, of rain. And then, uh, my, sadly, my, one of my daughters passed away and, what? um, they, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been crazy. So well, they, sorry they to hear that. just took, thanks man. Um, it was, it was it was really sudden, so like we we didn't expect it, and my my boys just took over everything, and like I just I don't know ever how to repay them for that, but yeah, they just they took over everything. I didn't have to worry about anything for for a month, and yeah, it, it was it was good, and and it just goes to show like I picked the right staff. My my yeah, my judge of character is good. <laughs> Man, well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't I didn't realize that. So what it's hard, it's hard to transition out of that. I, I'm kind of speechless, man. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I, I sort of threw it in there. It's, it's become, I, cause I do a podcast as well. And um, look, the, the community that 
is in Australia is because we're a lot smaller, we're super tight. Um, so she passed away and someone who like, I didn't really talk to that much, um, did a post online and it was like a GoFundMe for us. And, and I didn't even know it was happening because, you know, everything else was going on and, and they raised something like $13,000 for us. And, you know, again, like the whole community got around us and that's sort of spurred me on to my next project to keep my mind busy. I'm actually holding a charity event for uh, a foundation called the Red Kite Foundation over here on the 19th of August this year. And, like, th- again, like, the brands that I'm affiliated with have have all put in. People I don't know have reached out and said, you know, I know someone who's in this business. And I think I'm up to, like, 20 thousand dollars worth of prizes and donations. And, and they just keep rolling in. People are just, like, you know, sending me messages saying, oh, I've got – a pizza a pizza oven business so there's a guy who owns a pizza oven business on the side and he's like take that it's 700 buck pizza oven and raffle it and donate what you get so yeah it's it's i love this industry like it's it's nothing like what i thought work life was like so transitioning into it it's, it's been the best thing for me and my family Stop wasting time responding to website inquiries that are not in profitable service areas. Let my service area filter those inquiries for you so you know every inquiry will be in one or more of your profitable areas. My service area is a secretary for your website that will only allow good leads and inquiries through your website. This means no more looking up addresses and responding to people that you cannot service. Using my service area will allow you to focus on certain areas which help build dense routes. Daily miles traveled matter more than ever today, so knowing your numbers and how far you can travel mean everything to your success. Start saving time and become more efficient today with My Service Area. You can learn more at myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Again, that's myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Hey folks, Paul here, and you don't want to miss the Equip Exposition this October in Louisville. You can register before September 7th for the early bird price of only $12.50 using code Paul. Dive into a world of 1,000 exhibits and hands-on demos in the industry's ultimate proving ground. Check the link in today's show notes to save big and register for only $12.50 today. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Yeah, that's powerful, BJ. And I know in America, it's easier for us because we get to hang out in person so many times. And, And of course, there's some bad apples out there, but for the most part, we, we have a very, very strong community here of, of, of um, folks that own a lawn care landscaping business have been around this community for a while that it's just so strong. And I hear that you guys have that in Australia, but I just haven't, I met you. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. You're, you're the only person I've met in person from Australia. So what's it like behind the scenes in Australia um, with that, you know, with that community? Cause I, from afar, I can sense that there's something there, but I just, I don't have my pulse on it like I do here in America. 
It's it's huge. Um, and like it's it's hard to experience like to sort of with with the groups that we have, like I've made more friends through these groups than I ever thought was possible. And I, I have people bringing me for advice and because I do like a specific type of work, I, a targeted type of work every, every time, like I look at my phone, there's maybe one or two people that are asking me, you know, how to quote for this and how to, how to do up a proposal for, for a certain type of village. And, you know, it's just, everyone seems to want to help everyone that you like, obviously there's bad apples here as well. And right. it's, like a like nine, it's like nine out of 10. There's like, there's nine good guys. And then there's one <laughs> sketchy dude yeah. that you just learned, but you know, yeah, it's, it, there's way more good than bad. Yeah. And look, uh, before I forget, like the, the support that we had came from over there as well. Like, um, Dennis Opelez, uh, he, he's from Skag and he, they got flowers delivered to our house from over, like from contacts over there as well. So huge thanks to them as well. Uh, I only got to meet them all a couple of times, but they're all great people. And, and I've sort of got the same vibe over there as I did here. Like everyone, like everyone just wants everyone to succeed. There's really no malice between like, there's no turf wars and things like that. I'm sure there is from time to time and people talk trash about people. Well, locally, but. locally, it's a, it's a whole nother story. Like I live in Atlanta, Georgia, which is a big, pretty big market. If you go to a gas station in Atlanta, you're going to get mean mugged. Guys are going to be real hard shelled and not really talking and not, you know, not it's, 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 it's rough. Um, geographically, like locally here. But when you go to the trade show, like you said, it's like, Hey man, what, what do you, how do you put together a proposal for that neighborhood? What, what, what are the yeah. payment terms? How much do you charge? And a guy in Nashville doesn't mind telling a guy in Atlanta, well, here's how I do it because they're not competition. And, and it, it actually helps each other to share how much do you charge per, per yard of mulch installed or how much do you charge per yard of pine straw installed? That's our decorative like stuff that goes in the garden beds. How much do you charge for mowing? How do you, and, and guys share this information and it helps elevate everybody. And and so it's, it's yeah. very, very interesting. So when we all get to GIE, it's like a big um, sharing session. Like we, we share all of what we're learning because it's so powerful. Yeah. Well, that's, that was like my whole idea of like, it's actually the event I put together is called the uh, Queensland lawn mowing and gardening contractors meet and greet because I just want people to bring their rigs. I want to, I want to see everyone's equipment. Like I know a lot, I'll have all my stuff there. Um, and all the brands like they uh, so we've got a, a right distributor over here called, um, Cox and they're actually going to be unveiling one of their new machines there. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's all come together really well. Lots of people want to, want to help out and, and I know that when we get there, um, that all it is is just going to be a bunch of lawnies all chatting about you know this and that and experiences and um, and th- and that's what we do on our podcast as well. We, myself and Ben, we do a podcast called Lawn Care Skull Sessions, and we we just basically talk about our experiences and uh, like good, bad. We're not PG at all. Like we're pretty ocker Aussie. Like I don't know, like everything's just yeah if we don't hold back it's pretty crazy um so yeah we we just crossed over 100 episodes and i never thought we'd get that far wow. we, we just got 
yeah, we just got a couple of sponsors jumping on board. So Skag came on as our major sponsor, um, hooked us up with all new broadcaster gear because we spent 90, 97 or 98 episodes using a Blue Yeti microphone oh, and oh, man. a phone. And a Yikes. phone, that's it. Now we have we have four four um, Rodecaster mics, like the Rodecaster 2, Pro, like everything nice. is all schmick. And yeah, so now we actually have the quality to go with the uh, – And, the, and uh, share the name of the content. podcast one more time. It's Long Care Skull Sessions. Okay. And what, what, what's your uh, publishing platforms and publishing schedule? So we're on everything. We drop every Monday morning um, and it's normally about an hour episode. Sometimes uh, we'll go over and, you know, we just get carried away. So I'll go and see, go over to Ben and, um, you know, we'll just basically talk about what's going on in the industry because he's, he's not in mowing anymore, but he talks to so many different dealers through and through his network, he gets insider information through my network. I get insider information and, like I, I just learned this weekend that um, uh, one of one of the councils that's about an hour and a half away from me by 2025 are going completely zero emission. If you, if you don't have a zero emission business, then you don't even have a chance of getting into that council. And um, you know that's that's a huge move for a lot of guys here. We're we're, we're still pretty petrol powered. I feel like battery is taking over in the handheld market, but when it comes to um, push mowers and and zero turns and things like that, I think really we're we're still <laughs> the majority of petrol. Uh, I don't have anything but handheld battery, but um, yeah, when it comes to zero turns, I, I still love the smell of petrol <laughs> or gas. Yeah, gas. <laughs> petrol. What is that? Is that petroleum? That's what you all call it there. Yeah, we, we call it petrol. So we don't go to the gas station. We go to the petrol petrol sa- station, or we go to the servo. Okay, so I'm, they're called servo. Yes. Now, the, the, give me the definition, BJ, of a garden. What what does that mean in in, in Australia? So garden, like pretty much the same. You guys do a lot of um, cutting edges. Um, a lot of our gardens here are more uh, edged with stones or like big stones, like sandstone or river stone, or, um, you know, we, we have a lot of brick edging, like something to do with the eighties. Like everyone made these gross brick edges. And then we have like quick curb, which is, um, you know, they're a business that comes along and they just punch out these edges with their curving machines. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. But Realistically, like our, we we do a lot of hedging, so um, we we really are hedge heavy. When I came over, it was really like sounds a bit nerdy, but I was really excited to see like people's front yards, just to see what you guys did. And um, we we do a lot of a lot of hedging compared to you guys. I think we we really have a lot of hedging and a lot of big trees, so we'll have massive trees, but not a lot of them. <laughs> so you guys seem to have a lot of big trees. Um, but yeah, hedges, hedges and more hedges are what we see in gardens and weeds. Weed control over here is huge. 
Well, I hope you guys are enjoying this conversation with BJ. I know it's uh, pretty heavy and uh, we, it's like a roller coaster. We've had some highs and lows on the conversation so far, but tomorrow we're going to have BJ back for part two and uh, continue to dive into the turf that they have in Australia and his plans for his business for this year. If you want to follow BJ on his podcasting and social media and things of that nature, Mr. Producer will put the link uh, to his programming in today's show notes so you guys can support uh, BJ in whatever way you want to, um, you know, support and rally around his family um, in this difficult year. And of course, track with this content and things of that nature. Now, if you all want to uh, go to the Equip Expo, the early bird pricing is um, good through September 7th, 2023. So full price for this year's tickets, only a hundred bucks. That's very reasonable in my opinion. Obviously, more more goes into the trip on your gas and your food and your lodging, but still, a hundred bucks isn't bad. However, right now they have early bird pricing coming in at twenty five dollars. But if you want to use um, coupon code Paul, and you'd be foolish not to because that's going to take the early bird pricing down another fifty percent, and they let you double dip. So you can basically, it's like going to Kohl's. <laughs> if you have, maybe your wife would explain it to you. You go in there, they give you all these Kohl's cash and coupons and you walk out of there and they're like, hey, we owe you eight bucks. <laughs> You're like, what? But anyway, it's only $12.50 with coupon code Paul before September 7th. So that's the biggest savings you can get. You get the earliest bird registration. You get the coupon code Paul. Literally, it's only $12.50 per ticket. And um, that saves you whatever 100 minus let's do the math here mr producer dr frank is my friend he's he's uh here right now i could ask him he's in the other room 100 minus 12 dollars and 80 no 12 dollars and 50 cents 87 dollar and 50 cents savings we got for y'all and you when you go to equip you're gonna see this long line of people paying 100 bucks and when you walk by them just say thanks to paul i saved 87 dollars and 50 cents and a whole bunch of time not having to wait in that line and pay full price. So save yourself $87.50. Register today for the Equip Expo. That link is also in today's show notes. So make sure you use coupon code Paul when you, you fill that out uh, to, to maximize the savings there. All right, part two with BJ coming up on tomorrow's program. Don't miss your chance to level up at the 2023 Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky. From October 17th through 20th, you can explore the best in landscaping and hardscaping across the 1,000 exhibits. Make the most of this event and use my promo code POLL to save a whopping 50% off your registration. Just check out the link in our show notes and let the growth of your business take center stage at the Equip Expo. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.